Hello, friends. Welcome to the Unblocked Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Smarrow. Thank you for tuning in. I think we are all going to benefit from today's topic and discussion. I want to talk about feeling good and feel free to insert any emotion or feeling that falls under the good umbrella for you. So that might be happy or inspired, excited, appreciated, loved, joyful, proud, accepted, respected, fulfilled, ecstatic. I could go on, but you all are getting my point here. I bring this up because recently I've noticed a theme coming up in my coaching sessions. Tell me if any of the following sound familiar to you. You make attempts to control your body to look a certain way so that you can feel accepted or expectations. You have expectations of how your loved ones should think, feel and act so that you can feel loved. Or you might make efforts to control everything and everyone in your life so you can feel safe. Now, trying to arrange people and circumstances and events to create a feeling in yourself is taking the long way around. But here's the thing. You don't need that intermediary. You don't need to be a certain shape or size. You don't need people to treat you a certain way. And you don't need things perfectly arranged to make you feel safe. You can go straight to the feeling. You can decide to create love or create acceptance, or create safety from within you for you. But most of us don't know this. Um, Because in one day, I think all of this happened in one day, I talked to four different humans, and they were all sharing stories that relayed various things that they did, ultimately with the hopes that it would prompt a specific response so that they could feel good or whatever their version of good was. And we've all done this, right? Maybe you spent a lot of time, energy, creativity, or money working on something or for someone else, hoping that they will love it Tell us they love it, and then we can feel good. So maybe you stayed up all night sewing your kid's costume for the upcoming dance recital uh, in the hopes that you might get a response like, you're the best mom, thanks. Or maybe you spent all day planning your spouse's favorite meal, going to the store for the ingredients, working away in the kitchen, making everything from scratch for the chance of seeing the surprise and joy on their face when they walk in the door and say, I can't believe you did this for me. Thank you so much. And I'm sure you have some version of this that you can relate to, right? I'm sure um, that you've done something along these lines. You've made some attempt to elicit a response from someone else to bring about a feeling inside yourself. I also imagine that you have plenty of examples of how you've done all the things that I just described and the other person's response was less than what you expected. Perhaps the child's response to the costume that you spent 18 years or eight hours, maybe 18 hours sewing. And, and the response that they give was like, oh, I was, I was hoping it was pink instead of black, right? Or perhaps your culinary surprise for your spouse was met with a distracted glance, a distracted gle- greeting as they're, you know, walking through the door, running to put their b- bags down, going to check emails, take a phone call, whatever. Because then what happens? Then what happens inside you is that there's feelings of resentment, frustration, maybe self-loathing starts to creep in. Does any of this sound familiar to you guys? And then we likely spend a fair amount of time and energy blaming the other person for how we feel. So I want to 
take a step back today and review with you guys what actually creates a feeling, any feeling, good or bad. Let me, let's all review together what creates a feeling. Our feeling, our, our feelings are created by a thought, a sentence or a phrase in our mind that we think in response to a situation, a circumstance, an event, a person, what somebody said or what somebody did. And we really think that it's the person, their actions or lack thereof, that we think that that is the cause of our feeling. Whether again, whether we're feeling good or we're feeling bad, we think that it's this external thing that happened, what somebody said, what somebody did, how they treated us, how they looked at us. But the truth is a person, an event, a circumstance, anything outside us, it's just neutral. It's just a fact. It's just something happening out in the world. And none of those things have any meaning until we have a thought about it. It's just a thing floating around out there until we have a thought. Now, if you're feeling the urge to throw rotten tomatoes my way, hear this. Like, I get it. I have done tons of thought work, hours and hours of thought work, and yet there are still times when I'm like, nope, this is the one situation that proves all of this wrong. It really is the other person's behavior making me feel this way, right? We're human. I get it. Our brains are going to want to tell us this. And here's the thing. Sometimes I'll give myself a little time to wallow and tantrum, right? Like I really want to like make this the, the, the job situation. I want to make this about what some, somebody said to me. I want to make it about the traffic jam on the way home, right? Like I want to blame that other thing for the way that I'm feeling. Sometimes I give it a little space. Let me wallow in that for a minute, but then I get to work. Because it's super empowering to know that I have the ability to create my emotional experience, right? That means I get to choose. And there are times that I want to choose sadness or anger or frustration. And you get to choose as well, right? So today I want to offer some strategies to help you leverage the incredible power of your mind. And of the many curiosities of our minds, one that relates to today's topic is that our minds don't know the difference between something that we see with our physical eyes and something that we imagine in our minds. I remember back in high school, sitting on the school bus prior to a varsity softball game, and old Coach Jones would make the entire team sit in silence, eyes closed, visualizing the upcoming game. Right, We were told to see ourselves hitting the double hitter over the center fielder's head or making the epic fielding stop at second base for the double play. And at 16-year-old, I I thought Coach Joe has lost his mind and was totally wasting our time. However, since he was also the high school science teacher, perhaps the better explanation for his actions was that he was actually aware of the neuroscience research that illustrates the power of visualization. And there have been many, many studies um, to, about the power of visualization, but just to illustrate the point, I want to share one. Harvard uh, neuroscientists did research on two separate groups teaching a very simple five-finger combination of piano notes and the participants would repeatedly one group of them would repeatedly play the the same five-fingered 
piano notes for two hours a day, five days in a row. And then the other group didn't actually play the notes. They just imagined playing them. They imagined their fingers moving in that particular combination, the same amount, two hours, five consecutive days. And the researchers then examined the brains of the volunteers in these two different groups every day. And they noted the same area of the brain grew the same amount in both groups. So this just further emphasizes the point that the brain has the same activity when it visualizes doing an action as it does when it is physically performing the action. Now, why does this matter? It matters because our thoughts create things in our world. What we think, what we imagine, it generates a response in our brain and our body. And as we've talked about before, an emotion or a feeling is something that starts in our brain and it vibrates out to our body. So I bring up the neuroscience because sometimes these things can feel a little woo-woo when we're talking about your thoughts create things in your world, but your thoughts really do create your feelings. It's just neuroscience, guys. So to get into the fundamentals of creating a feeling on purpose, here's how you do it. You think thoughts that make you feel what you want to feel. That's pretty straightforward, right? (laughs) You think the thoughts that make you feel what you want to feel. But it does take some practice. So I'm going to offer you a few exercises that you can use to get your reps in on helping you generate feelings on purpose. So one is you have to think activated thoughts, Right, like there's a difference from just thinking any random thought versus thinking a thought that actually activates you. So if you think my favorite color is purple or I like rainbows, that might not actually generate a feeling. So you have to try on thoughts. This is like going into your favorite store, whatever that store may be, picture it now. You go in, you pull several items off the rack and then you have to try them on, right? You try them on to see like, does this work for me? Is this my vibe? Is this my outfit? How does it feel when I put these clothes on? Right? So as we relate it to thoughts, let's let's think about a couple examples. If you want to be a public speaker and maybe you want to feel inspired, right? So you might try on some thoughts like, I'm a successful public speaker. Now think that thought, you know, I'm a successful public speaker. Pause what you're doing, close your eyes and try it on. How does it feel? You have to actually drop into your body. You have to go from your head down into your body and notice the vibrations. Notice the temperature. Notice the texture in your body. How does it feel when you think, I'm a successful public speaker? Now, so that was outfit number one. Outfit number two might be, I speak with passion-infused words that set souls on fire. So notice the difference, go same process, go into your body, notice how that feels in your body. Notice the vibration, the temperature, the textures, the motion. How does it feel in your body? I'm a successful public speaker versus I speak with passion infused words that set souls on fire. Or maybe you think my words invigorate people. My words inspire people to take action. Right. So just try them on because there's no right or wrong. One of those phrases might make some of you like jump on your couch, hands in the air, you know, chest puffed out. Right. And that that same phrase might fall flat for somebody else. 
So what will work for you is going to be different for everybody. But that's why you have to really try on thoughts like you would try on an outfit. Does it work for you? Does it give you the response that you're going for? And here are a few other, as you're trying on, I want to just throw out some other phrases that you can try on for just some quality thoughts to see if they generate a feeling in you. Things like, there's nothing you can do that wouldn't be worthy of forgiveness. Pause and see how that feels in your body. Is there a warmth? Is there a softening? Is there a release? Is there an opening? Is there an expansion? Right? Versus, you're a terrible person, you get everything wrong. Right? Like, notice, how does that feel? Do you feel a tightening, a clenching, a closing off? Again, maybe not. Maybe you experience the exact opposite. It's just what, what it feels like for you. Right? A few other phrasers might be, nothing has gone wrong here. How does it feel when you think that thought? Or the universe doesn't make mistakes. The world longs for what you have to offer. How's that feel? There's plenty of time, right? Versus I'm always running out of time. How am I going to get everything done? Notice how that feels in your body versus there's plenty of time. I love playing around with quality thoughts, but we could be here all day doing that. So if you need more or you want to explore some more outfits of thoughts, feel free to reach out to me directly. We'll certainly explore that further in one-on-one work. But I want to move on to another exercise for you to practice. Um, Because if all of this is completely new to you, this whole idea of like being aware of how my thoughts create a feeling in my body, if it's completely new to you, it may help to start with just developing some awareness around what your current thoughts that you're having are creating in terms of feelings. So this, I'm going to offer you some activities on how do you create awareness around the thoughts that you have right now and what feelings those thoughts are generating. And an amazing process to develop this awareness is to do a daily thought download and a model. And if you don't know what those things are, you can get a full rundown on it in episode 22 of the Unblocked podcast, the episode called Real Wisdom. Um, I go through in depth on how to do a thought download, what a model is, and what each of the steps of those are. But for a short rundown version for the purpose of today, do a daily thought download by getting all of your thoughts out of your head and put onto paper. That's essentially what a thought download is. You sit down every day, download all of the thoughts from your brain and put it out on paper so that you can see what is my brain telling you or what is my brain telling me, right? So many things, and that might be how you open the, the thought download process is, okay, brain, what are you telling me today? What else? What's coming up? What's going through my mind, right? Just all down on paper. And then you wanna run a model on one of those thoughts. Pick one thought that you wrote down. You probably write down 16 of them. Pick one and then ask yourself, what's the situation that this thought is about? When I think this feeling, what emotion does it create? And when I'm feeling that feeling, what do I do? What do I do? What do I not do? How do I react? And then what are the results of those actions, inactions or reactions? And then you'll start to see what are these unintentional thoughts creating in my world? 
right? It'll help you see the connection between the thoughts that you're thinking and how you're feeling. So you'll start to see some themes on those days when you're feeling good, what's going on in your mind because you're doing this daily thought download. So you'll start to keep track of, hey, on the days that I'm feeling good, I notice here's where my thoughts are. On the days where I'm feeling blue or my feelings lead a little leaner, a little towards the negative side of things, um, this is kind of the thoughts that are running through my head. And now again, the goal of this isn't to feel good versus feel bad. I really wanted to introduce you to the idea of how do you feel on purpose? The goal is to generate awareness that you are the architect of your feelings and to equip you with the skills to generate them, right? So you don't have to go change your job or your partner or your body to feel the way that you want. You just need to change your thoughts, Now, to be clear, that doesn't mean that you might not want to change your job or your partner or your body for other reasons, but that's a whole nother podcast episode, by the way. But it's saying that you don't have to change something outside of you in order to feel something different. It's incredibly empowering. So if this episode is speaking to you and you are ready to take charge of your feelings or you have another goal that you want to work on, reach out to me at jessicasmorrow.com for some individual coaching. If you are ready to take charge of your life and live on purpose and feel on purpose, I got you. Until next time, my friends, stay open, stay free.